to the Modern MBA podcast with Marie Kerwin and Kristen Rossi. Our mission is to help MBAs coming from, going into, or merely considering more unorthodox career paths. We're a community to find inspiration and share stories. Today we're speaking with Eula Tang Plowman, a senior international officer at the University of Derby. She talks us through her career in higher education, doing an apprenticeship MBA, and her hopes of breaking the bamboo ceiling. My name is Yula. Um, I'm originally from China. My hometown is actually quite well known right now. It's Wuhan. So it's kind of uh, allegedly the birthplace of the coronavirus. So I came to the UK uh, initially in 2007 as an international student and I did my uh, master's in uh, marketing at Swansea University. Uh, so I currently work for University of Derby as a senior international recruitment officer, and I'm also doing my MBA uh, strategic leadership professional apprenticeship at the University of Derby as well. Can you walk us through your career to date? I returned back to Beijing after my master's degree, and I joined um, a startup company that was set up by a friend of mine uh, in Beijing as a as a business partner. So we started this company running pathway programs for universities in the UK. I worked uh, there for three years. Started the program from uh, from scratch. So I actually co-designed the foundation and pre-master's program with my business partner. It was quite successful. At uh, year number three, I really wanted to kind of get into the more kind of quality and academic side of running uh, education programs. I, I wanted to understand more about higher education. I wanted to understand more at degree level, because what we are running in Beijing was pre-degree level programs. They're all like bridging modules and preparational modules, um, but they're not, I would say they're not as significant um, from an academic level. So I was really craving to kind of have more understanding from an academic point of view, what a degree program actually um um, would require and also um, uh, how, how, how the kind of uh, university um, operates as a, as a huge organization, how a university works. My tutor, Ian, mentioned to me that the university was hiring an international officer and, um, and this uh, person would be looking after their partners and their recruitment agents in China. So I just thought that would be quite an interesting uh, thing to do. And uh, however, the deadline was the end of that day. So I went back home, did my research for a few hours and I sent in my application. And yeah, so luckily I got the job. I worked there from 2012 to 2015 for three years again. And um, I really learned a lot. My uh, role kind of covered a whole range of activities that I've never kind of done before. I was working on transnational education, uh, helping the university setting up 
overseas deliveries in China. I was working on summer schools. I was also representing the universities in other countries outside of China, which was really interesting. So I traveled to um, Indonesia. I traveled to Japan and um, uh, a few other countries um, on recruitment um, recruitment responsibilities to represent the university at um, different conferences, different fairs. So that was uh, really. Um, a, a really good opportunity for me to 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 improve my understanding of the business and also um, improve my kind of professional uh, skills. So I worked there until twenty fifteen, and then I really wanted to kind of learn about management. I really wanted to learn about how. Um, management works, how to kind of um, uh, work and lead a team. So I was, I started to look for a management role where I could get into um, management responsibilities. Um, so then I found this role for the education college in the Midland called uh, Loughborough College and they were looking for a senior international manager to manage their whole international department which is a quite a small department because uh, further education colleges in the UK are generally a lot smaller than universities. I was really uh, excited about this new opportunity and I really wanted to go over there and learn uh, the team management skills and also learn about um, other functions within the within the department. I think I worked there for two years and then I met my husband. So that was the main reason when I was thinking of oh, where I could be um, that is closer to him. And it happens that the University of Derby was then looking for a regional manager for their uh, East Asia uh, region. Technically speaking, it wasn't a uh, career progression choice. I um, gave up a lot of the management responsibilities to come to Derby and look after one region. So I basically went back a little bit to what I was doing when I was in Aberystwyth. Uh, so I am now the uh, regional manager for University of Derby, uh, coming back to focusing on recruitment and partnerships and marketing in one specific region again, that's uh, East Asia. So you've talked about your career. What made you decide to do an MBA? And can you tell us more about the program, the Apprenticeship MBA? If I start with the program itself, the program is not a traditional MBA in the way that it's not academic based. Uh, it's the, the full name of the MBA is MBA Professional Apprenticeship. So um, it is a a very applied program uh, that is part time, so it can uh, I can take up to two and a half years to complete it. The program consists of twenty percent of classroom learning, seventy uh, percent of off the job learning, which is basically what um, we need to do within the organization, but not my day job. So I need to work within the university or um, any employer because uh, it um, 
because students, my classmates on this program, are not necessarily from the university. They could、uh, be from all walks of life, as long as they've got a sponsor, as long as they've got a employer that is、um, happy to sponsor them. So the off-the-job learning is basically. Uh, the student, the apprentice,、uh, will stay in their organization, apply what they've learned, but not on their day job. So basically, I could be working in finance, or I could be working with people in marketing.、Uh, so trying to apply my learning in a different kind of setting that is different from my、um, usual. Um, responsibility, and then the rest of the program would be a project that is going to make real life impact for my for my employer. So this project would make up so twenty percent of the of the program, and my employer will have basically have a say to、uh, my final score of this apprenticeship, if you like. So I think it is a very interesting concept when I first found out about it because、uh, I've already got a master's degree. I have all the academic knowledge in my head, but because I've learned it more than thirteen years ago, I think I've lost touch with the academic element. But also, I don't want to just learn the academic. Theories and the 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 principles. I don't want to be kind of confined within the 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 concept and theories. I want to be able to make real life、uh, impact. So that's why I chose this apprenticeship program、uh, over the others.、Uh, but obviously, another very important factor is that my Employer is paying for it, so if anyone listening to this program is interested in apprenticeship,、uh, the government and uh, uh, employers signed signing up to this apprenticeship、uh, apprenticeship scheme would normally share the cost of an apprenticeship. So the normal cost to it is eighteen thousand pounds. The government. And、uh, your employer would normally share that cost, so for for us, it's free. So I just thought it was a really kind of、um, gold opportunity for me. So why、um, I wh- where I am with my career? I think、uh, because I work in higher education, all the universities are kind of a、uh, a very rigid machines. If you like, they all have a very kind of well structured system, and for people to kind of move from one level to another, it is、um, very, very、uh, challenging, very hard, but definitely possible. And I really want to find out the way to get myself out of this bottleneck. And also, as a a Chinese、uh, woman, I also feel that. In any kind of huge organization, the East Asian、um, population is very kind of underrepresented in any senior leadership role. I think it's to do with our、um, presentation of ourselves, uh, uh, and also how others see East Asian.、Um, In their organization, it is fair to say that there are certain level of prejudice that sees the East Asian people are, although most of them are very very、um, competent, 
However, a lot of them are still lacking that kind of um, culture awareness and social skills to kind of fitting into a big organization and be that charismatic uh, leader in the leadership position. I think there was a, a study in the US that actually gave a name of this um, phenomenon. It's called a bamboo ceiling. I don't know if you have heard of it. In, instead of glass ceiling, there is like a bamboo ceiling to East Asian, that the, the, the whole representation of East Asian population in senior leadership role, and especially female East Asian in leadership role. So I do want to try and break that ceiling because I don't see myself breaking that ceiling by being a very uh, hard-working individual. The, the hard work ethic is definitely important and visible from any level, but to break that ceiling, it requires more of me to achieve that uh, career progression. And then if people want to know more about this apprenticeship MBA, where would be the first place for them to look? Simply Google apprenticeship MBA program and um, see what's available. Normally it would be uh, uh, something near them uh, in their council. So, so, so a lot of these programs are funded by the local council. I think if not all of them funded by the local council. Uh, however, I am aware that this particular one is under review. So I think they're revamping some of the level seven, um, level seven apprenticeship. So I think it it might be the last year or last couple of years for this uh, level seven apprenticeship to to run as it current form. I don't know if the government is going to put something out to replace it at the same level. But yeah, keep an eye out. Uh, Just Google apprenticeship, um, MBA or apprenticeship, um, master's degree. I also just wanted to add, I think I forgot to mention of one very attractive element to this MBA is that we get to find a mentor within the organization and the requirement of this mentor to be qualified to be qualified as a mentor on this MBA program that this person has to be working in the same organization on a, at a senior uh, leadership level and uh, this person needs to have an understanding of my role and is willing to support me throughout the program so I am lucky that I found this person who is the um, uh, senior uh, chief performance officer in the organization in the university and um, he's uh, coming from a very different background but he knows awful a lot about marketing about uh, uh, managing management and performance management and also strategy Um, so so I'm just thinking that if anybody else out there is uh, thinking about doing something similar, then trying to think about who would that be that role model to you and who you would approach uh, to, to, to share uh, his or her experience with you unreservedly.
we've talked a, a quite a bit about your MBA experience, but I'm curious to know what elements of the program are you finding the most rewarding and also the most challenging as well? My MBA started in October, so very, very early on. Uh, to me, so far, the most rewarding thing is having that mentor because um, I've never had a mentor before. Uh, not formally. I've had mentor in my life uh, who's, you know, willing to share and help me, but never had a, a mentor in this kind of structured way. So that's definitely the most rewarding um element so far and I'm really looking forward to kind of have more um, interactions with my um, with other people on the program as well as with my mentor in particular so that is definitely the most rewarding part of the program the most challenging part I think I was uh, talking to Kristen at the beginning of this uh, podcast is actually time management because I'm doing it as it's a part-time MBA, so I'm doing it on top of my full-time job. I think this year is actually the best year for me to do it because of COVID. Normally, what I do is uh, travel to um, our recruitment countries. So for me, it's East Asia. I would be traveling everywhere to attend fairs to meet students to meet uh, university partners if it's if this is a normal year I wouldn't be able to commit myself into uh, an MBA program yeah that absolutely makes sense I guess it's a one of the one of the upsides is that opportunity to kind of um, get your head down and, and focus um, and the mentoring aspect of it sounds great I can I can see that being a, a real sort of positive so my question for you then is, is what next? Um, what are you kind of thinking that you might do with the programme? And, and what are your kind of longer term career plans for the future? I think I really like what I do. And um, to be honest, I have never worked in a different sector before. So I think I, uh, looking ahead, I still see myself staying in education an immediate term, I'm looking for a career progression. So I'm looking to go into management a little more. I really like management. I really like um, kind of working with people and and making things happen. Uh, so hopefully, I will see an opportunity in the near future uh, that would give me some uh, management responsibility. So longer term, I, I wouldn't mind go and experience different industry. I don't really have any kind of defined um, career path yet, but I wouldn't mind working in a different country. I wouldn't mind working uh, in the private sector again. Uh, and most importantly, I, I think the... The great thing about the MBA is that it kind of trains our mind in the way that we can take all the management skills, the critical thinking skills, the, the strategic thinking skills, take it and transfer it to any industry that we work in, that we serve. So I would really, you know, look forward to my own future and see where I end up. I think that's very sensible at the moment, given obviously the state that the world's in and um, all of the changes that we're likely to see over the next few years. I think it's I think it's really good to be flexible. Um, do you have any kind of sort of final words of advice? 
for people in the working in the higher or further education sectors um, who are thinking about doing, I guess, either an MBA or the um, specific MBA apprenticeship programme that, uh, that you're doing? I would definitely recommend anyone to go for MBA if there's uh, opportunity to do it, either doing it part time or doing it as uh, a gap year between um, your your career, um, because I think it's so practical. The MBA, the difference between an MBA and a, a traditional master is that it's always very very practical, and also you get to meet people from all walks of life. So if your employer or um, if you are able to take some time out, definitely highly recommend it. That's all from today's Modern MBA podcast. I'm Kristen. And I'm Marie. If you like this episode, remember to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. You can get access to articles and more great content by visiting our website, themodernmba.co.uk, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram at The Modern MBA, and Twitter at MBA Modern. And aside from Apple Podcasts, you can also listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Until next time, bye. Bye.